Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Now, part two of our current Open House series on Fearless Daughters of the Bible with author Lee Grady. His book is about 22 of what he describes as mould-breaking women in the biblical narrative. It's a book to affirm, uplift and encourage women to show them the very special place God has for them in his world and work. We're exploring the lives of 12 of Lee Grady's 22 Fearless Daughters of the Bible in our series. Last week, we had a bit of an overview of the book and why Lee has written it. Well worth catching on our Open House Community website podcast page. Tonight, we look at Lee's top three women, which I'm sure is a challenging choice. Lee, welcome back to Open House. Hey, it's wonderful to be back with you. Lee, I've got the sense already from our conversation last week that this has been both an enjoyable and important project for you. Uh, very much so, because it's uh, it's very much part of who I am as a father of four girls, and and also because I've been traveling the world for the last 12 years, speaking in women's conferences all over the globe, and I love encouraging women to step into their spiritual purpose and their destiny. So as I said, we're looking tonight at your top three women. Who are your choices? First one is Deborah. Tell us about her story. Yeah, I've never really had to, uh, to nail down my top three, but because my wife's name is Deborah, I have to admit that I really like this particular character in the Bible. Um, Deborah, of course, most of your readers probably know that she's she's uh, quite a unique woman in the Old Testament because she was the senior leader of Israel, and we read about her in Judges 4 and 5. And you know, a lot of uh, people out there in the church world don't really understand Deborah. They don't really even like her because she breaks the mold. A lot of people don't believe that women can be leaders, and yet she led Israel for 40 years. And uh, she's quite a unique, courageous, brave lady who was very concerned about her nation. She knew that Israel was in danger. She mobilized an army, and then she led Israel into uh, an amazing victory. James, one of the other features of Deborah is that she led her nation into and through a period of peace in Israel. Right. She um, believed God for that amazing victory, and then as a result of her leadership, Israel was established. You know, for the, the, the enemy was routed. The enemy's armies were completely destroyed. Her leadership was respected by the people for all those years. And I believe that we need to see her as a great example for women today, that God places leadership gifts in women. We should be celebrating those gifts today, I believe. How would you say she did that? What is the lesson that we could learn, women in particular could learn, about how to lead in that way? Well, obviously, Deborah was a very wise woman. She was a woman who knew God, and any person who wants to be a leader is going to have to know God and, and is going to have to know His Word, is going to have to be a person who has wisdom. But also, Deborah was obviously very fearless. She went throughout the nation of Israel raising up an army. She mobilized people. She obviously had a gift to inspire people uh, and inspire faith in people because Many people volunteered for the army after they listened to her, and they got on board, and they uh, they believed that God would 
truly uh, supernaturally defend the nation. And so she had a, a, an obvious gift to be able to, uh, to face a grave challenge with faith, and people followed her into that, into that uh, conflict. And as a result, they were willing to follow her after it. Your second top favorite is Sarah. Tell us why, Sarah Lee. We know we always talk about Abraham as being the father of our faith. But if you read the story of Abraham and Sarah, and then you read other verses in the Bible that talk about them, the Bible says not only look to Abraham as your father, but it says look to Sarah as your mother. And Abraham and Sarah were very much partners in inheriting that amazing promise of birthing the nation of Israel. And when we look at the book of Hebrews, we find that it wasn't just Abram, Abraham's faith, but it was Sarah's faith that brought about the great promise of Isaac. And, uh, you know, it, it took both Abraham and Sarah to produce that miracle child and to inherit that great promise of uh, birthing a nation. So uh, when we look at the Genesis account, we find that it was God was working not only with Abraham, but with Sarah as well. And I believe this shows us that God wants men and women to partner together in faith to bring about his great purposes and plans. And so Sarah was not just standing in the background watching what Abraham did. She was very much a part of the process, and it was her faith as well as Abraham's that brought about that promise. Yes. And your final choice in top three women is Priscilla. Tell us why and uh, tell us something of her story. Sure. Well, Priscilla and her husband, Aquila, were uh, early New Testament leaders, and they were a part of Paul the Apostle's apostolic team. In fact, they they followed Paul wherever he went, and they usually stayed longer than he did. They would, they would stay, and they would lay the apostolic foundations for the New Testament church. And we see a picture in Acts chapter 18 of Priscilla and her husband uh, laying foundations in the life of a man named Apollos, who later became a very strategic apostolic leader in the New Testament. And I see Priscilla and her husband as being like a father and mother in the New Testament church. And I love the fact that the New Testament uh, shines a light on her life. We see her oftentimes when we see her name mentioned with her husband, her name is mentioned first because she obviously was a very gifted Bible teacher and a gifted leader. And so uh, I believe we need those same gifts today, and I, I believe we, uh, we need a lot more Priscilla's in the, in the church today. So I, I hope that by uh, highlighting her life that we can encourage those Priscilla's to emerge. And as with the story of Sarah, in a different context, but there was also that joint sense of responsibility, teamwork, whatever you'd call it, between the husband and the wife. And there are many, many uh, husband and wife couples in the world of ministry today that we can look to to say, yeah, that's a really very significant thing when we see husbands and wives Absolutely. working together. Yes, we need partnership, and not only partnership between husbands and wives, but we need partnership in the kingdom of God between anointed men and women. You know, for so long, the church has 
celebrated men's gifts, but a lot of times we we overlook or we sideline women as if they don't have spiritual gifts. But the Holy Spirit gives spiritual gifts to both men and women, and I believe that he wants those uh, Priscilla's and Aquila's, those men and women, he wants us to partner together to see his kingdom established. Okay, they're great top three choices. Next week, we'll be looking at some lesser-known women. Can you just briefly take us through those three names and uh, and what they demonstrate, Lee? Give us a taste. Yeah, we'll be looking next week at Aksa, who was the daughter of Caleb, and we'll be looking at Jerusha, who was uh, a woman, a very brave woman, who protected uh, the, the, the child who was um, almost killed by an evil leader in Israel. And then we'll look at Philip's four daughters who were, uh, the Bible describes them as prophets in the New Testament church. And, of course, that gives us a clue that even in the earliest time of the New Testament church, the Holy Spirit was empowering and releasing women to, uh, to, to be uh, great influences in, 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 the, in the early church. I'm sure there's much to learn for all of us. Very much appreciate your time, Lee Grady. Thank you very much indeed for joining us again on Open House. We'll catch you next week. Sure. Great to be with you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.